0: This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stener and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. In this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with violinist Jesse Montgomery and double bassist Eleanor Oppenheim about their band, Big Dog, Little Dog. We spoke about their first album, which was released on the label New Amsterdam in 2019. You'll shortly hear a little bit of the track Ultraviolet. You'll hear all of Cypher midway and the song Panorama at the end. In our chat, Jesse and Eleanor told me about how they met, how they recorded the album in a Pennsylvanian forest and their compositional process.
1: My name is Jesse Montgomery and I am a native New Yorker and I am... A violinist and a composer. Um, Those are my official titles. I do um, also, within either one of those roles, um, a lot of teaching and also
2: artistic curation. My name is Eleanor Oppenheim and I am a bass player and I make music of all different kinds. Um, I don't tend to refer to myself as a composer but I do compose music.
1: So that track that you just heard is ultraviolet which is on our debut album big dog little dog which is also the title of our band big dog little dog um, we composed these pieces together eleanor and i um in 2019 was it we recorded at uh, eleanor's grandmother's house in the poconos in pennsylvania um and in this beautiful beautiful uh house that's very much intertwined and and placed directly inside this beautiful sort of foresty area um and so it's very totally surrounded by nature and so we used a lot of the uh, inspiration from the surroundings um from where we did the recording to inspire the textures and some of the soundscapes that we created um and especially this one you just heard ultraviolet um It's sort of meant to depict um, the sort of uh, dusk, the dusk hues uh, in the sky and,
2: um, and yeah, the sort of like other, other otherworldly color schemes. Jesse and I met in college and we were at a very stuffy conservatory and we both kind of fell outside of the mold so to speak, Um, and I think we were drawn to each other because of that and also because we're both Native New Yorkers, um, and we had very similar upbringings. Um, And so we have known each other for a very long time, and we always played together in sort of like a more formal setting, Um, but we had been talking for years about doing our own thing and never quite getting around to starting it, And then um, when I was getting my doctorate, I asked Jesse to play one of my gajillion doctoral recitals with me. And we were playing all this really gnarly, I was doing all these arrangements of like, you know, duets for cello and violin and stuff. Um, And we were having a great time with that, but then we needed to like have a pressure valve to blow off some steam from that. And so we just kind of started farting around with our own stuff, uh, in and around that. And then that kind of got us in the groove of how we work. So, uh, the way that Jesse and I write music is we go in a room and we take out our instruments and we just start playing. Um, there's no, there's usually, occasionally one of us will bring the germ germ cell of an idea, but usually, um, I'd say 99% of the time. Uh, Our process is we just go in a room and we just start playing. Um, We're both improvisers and we're both comfortable improvising. And um, that's a mode of composition that I think we both use independently of each other. And so it just makes sense for us to, to use that as our jumping off point. And then gradually we record everything that we do. So we go in the room, we turn on you know, someone's phone basically, Uh, and we record just everything that happens. Um, And once we have something that kind of looks like it's going somewhere, we then go back and listen and we kind of shape it after the fact. We kind of um, take the block of granite and start chipping away at it a little bit. And we get a form and then we fill in the rest, you know, Accordingly. Um, And so that's, that's what we did with Cypher. Um, I think Cypher started with, (laughs) I was goofing around with this bass thing that was like, shifting double stops. Basically, it was based on like a, an exercise my teacher used to make me do. For finger independence when I was young. Um, and I just really always liked that exercise a lot and I always liked the idea of um, playing around with like sh- different interval shapes on the bass because it's uh, every interval is like such a monstrous undertaking on an instrument that's that big. Um, so I just started noodling around with that and Jesse jumped in with some genius, which is usually what happens. Um, And that's how we kind of got the kernel of Cypher going. And then after that, the form came pretty quickly.
1: Eleanor and I are like generally on the same page in terms of like the attitude like our sort of ethos for our for our work is like any you know anything goes until you know the piece the piece will reveal itself through the process of like continuing to explore and continuing to like say yes to things um we definitely I think without discussing it take like naturally fall into like this sort of um you know, we have this value system around improvisation, which is that anything goes, everything's always a yes, a yes and, you know, and um, so we sort of go about it um, in that way. And if someone wants to try something new or add a different flavor, we always make room for that Um, because, you know, just keeping those channels open is, is part of, also part of, I think it's just part of what makes it enjoyable for both of us. And we both have, you know, can have a chance at sort of, guiding the direction of the piece. Um, and then in that way, it ends up being really equal and, um, yeah. And like really naturally balanced. I mean, again, it was like, um, one of these things where Eleanor and I, I knew before we started playing together that we should probably play together. Um, it just took, it just took us a while to figure it out, but, um, But uh, like that process, it's like our our actual working out process is very organic and we give ourselves the time we need to sit with an idea before we move on. And if somebody wants to move on from an idea, you know, that we've been working out and and it's just not the other person is just not not feeling it, um, we move on, you know, and we and we put it in the can for next time. And we know that the thing is sort of. In process and we you know almost always come back to all the material that we've created that we've agreed upon that's good we generally do record ourselves when we're um rehearsing and writing our pieces and um and then we do listen to those recordings together and and that's the process of sort of like weeding out things that don't work and also like our recordings are us talking a lot (laughs) so we have to take the time to really listen through that um Uh, so much of our actual conversation is part of the music (laughs) making process. Um, and that's always nice to hear. Actually, we hear from audience members, uh, sometimes that they notice that it feels like a conversation, um,
2: when we're performing. So Panorama, which is, um, one of the first tunes that we actually wrote together, um, which we're going to listen to here, um, is definitely um i would say that it it has absorbed we have absorbed as um you know new yorkers and americans (laughs) a lot of different musical traditions and one of the things that's kind of part of our musical dna is this is you know americana music um which encompasses a whole range of things, um, everything from country and Western to, you know, Dixieland and blues and everything in between. But um, it's almost unavoidable (laughs) that that's going to be in there somewhere rattling around your brain. Um, And I think um, a, a lot of people have said that this particular tune kind of evokes like a landscape or, you know, Something very broad and panoramic, which is why it's called panorama. Um, but something that's that's sort of classically American sounding. Um, and I don't disagree with that. I wasn't, you know, I don't think we were thinking, let's, you know, write something Copeland-esque or whatever. Um, but I do think that there's, there's hints of that in there for sure. And I'm not uh, ashamed of that.
1: The... Gestures in panorama that are that I'm doing um, in the violin part, those fast gestures, actually, this is an example of one of those times, it was like a textural idea that Eleanor threw out at me, and she was like, well, what if you play these small gestures that increase in length and sweep and scope? And those are like, um, we were thinking very visually about this one and that we were we were imagining that those gestures were sort of like these sort of blips in time um or like like um a texture on a canvas that's like more in the front like a more foreground texture that's
2: you know covering the front of a painting or so something like that it's not it's not in a genre specifically we're not aiming for a target audience we're just putting it out there and whoever likes it likes it and that's great and um Yes, uh, we do get a lot of um, interest from artists in other media, specifically visual artists and choreographers seem to really like it. Um, So I, I, you know, can't complain about any of that. So
1: we would just love uh, people to know that we're still we're working now on a new on a new album we just started writing um writing together again since the since the pandemic Uh, we started getting back together and rehearsing again so we're back on track um and working out some new songs that we hope to uh share with you in a new album coming up soon